good to be back. I know. We've been uh, a little off our game here recently. A little bit. A little MIA for a little bit. A lot of changes been going on and things like that. Changes in the market. Changes in the office. Um, going to be introducing a couple new studios in the office here shortly. So excited about that. Have you seen it? A little bit. Okay. Um, so excited about that. But just out of curiosity, Travis. Oh, are we on? We're on. We're live. <laughs> Well, hello. Good hello. Morning. Good morning. What'd you do today? Or what I guess I the better today? question is: Is what are you going to do today? Because that's today's topic. I know, right? Am I catching you a little bit off guard? Yep. You need a little bit of elaboration on that. No, okay. I was pretending to be probably most people. Ah, but yeah. There we go. Okay. Yeah, kind of not prepared, not planned. I guess, you know, when we do ask that question, one of those things, and I know you're an advocate of this, is are you the night before or the morning of? You know, I prefer to be the night before. Okay. It is powerful in so many ways. Okay. And I just have not gotten in that habit. So I need to get back to it. Okay. Because not only are you ready to hit the ground running. Right. It, uh, I think it gives you better sleep, mm -hmm. takes off anxiety, right? because you've got that plan ahead of time. You don't go to bed and your mind's whirling and you're like, oh yeah, I gotta be sure to contact that person. Oh, I forgot I gotta remember to follow up with them. It's all down. right? You got it on a piece of paper or you have it in a, in a document. So powerful. I love it. And, and for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about putting together your plan whether you do it the night before or the morning of, which both work. Mm -hmm. um, personally, I like to do it the night before, and I usually adjust or make modifications the morning of. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, and it helps me with, ah, this came up or something like this happened or whatever the case may be, and then I'm able to kind of plug those things in and already have a framework for what the day is going to look like. Yeah, exactly. And it's, yeah, very powerful. I got to get back. Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> See, nobody's perfect. We'll get back to that. But what, so, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I but what I do do is have that scheduled. Mm -hmm. I know my time. I know when I'm most powerful. And so that's blocked out. 9 a.m. Mm -hmm. to 11 a.m. Okay. And many times it bleeds past that. Okay. And, you know, the last couple of weeks I've really got into hyper-focusing on it. Because before I'd allow a little bit of distraction here, a little bit of distraction there. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I'm realizing the power behind just shutting everything out. Right. And it's hard. It's a habit that I'm going to have to build, and I hope I do. Mm -hmm. I'm on my way, and I feel the benefits and the power of it. But until you're there and recognizing this, it's hard to understand the importance and the value of it. So and you mentioned the struggle, I'm assuming distractions? Yes, yeah. So, and, and there are different types of distractions. There, there are those distractions that we can all avoid, turning off the email, turning off the social media, making sure we're not, you know, cross-pollinating or whatever we want to call it, where we're kind of going in a bunch of different directions. But then there's those other distractions, you know, we, we like to, you're like me, like to always have that door open yes. um, and be available. But sometimes that can create that distraction and create that disruption of being able to get that thing done that we're trying to get done at that particular moment. So is, is that some of the distraction that you're running into? Not so much. 
trying to remember if I've allowed that as acceptable to me okay. or not. So that's not really what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's other things. Gotcha. Yeah. Like you said, websites mm -hmm. and your phone dinging. Right. And thinking, oh, I, I just, let me knock this out of the way real quick. Right, right. And if you do that, you're done. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what it is when you get off track there. All right. Um, but, you know, talking to agents, that's a good question. It could be a distraction for sure. Okay. And I'd like to mention, if you're hearing some background noise that's going on, we are in the office. So, and there's, <laughs> Morning, Bob, we're pretty busy today. Like, you could just see Bobna just walked across the camera there. So, don't even worry. <laughs> Did you, you say, oh, shucks, or the other? <laughs> you don't mention it, Nestor. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, which, uh, you know, it, it kind of brings us brings us to our point of what's everybody doing, and it's yes. good to see we. It's good to see the office productive and busy, and people mm. are around and about, and that's not a normal thing. Um, in today's market, we're seeing a lot of offices complaining about uh, scarcity or kind of a ghost town effect mm -hmm. and things of that nature. So if you're hearing that noise, it's a good thing. Got some stuff going on in the background. So, But our talk today is kind of like the market's changed. Yes. Freaking everybody out. Yeah. You know, we were able to, for a while there, do what we preached not to do, which is you know, if you just sit around and wait for what you get, you, you get what you get. Right. But if you go out there and you have intention of what you want, you're going to get a lot more. Well, what is, I think it even said it in this uh, little article that I had for reference, which basically is, you know, this change in the market is revealing a lot of cracks mm -hmm. and bad habits that people have because we were kind of able to wait around a little bit. Right. Not any longer. I like it. Yeah, I absolutely, I absolutely love it, and I, I love it from the perspective of the those that are doing the right things and have got their business model put together and have got their plans and their systems put together. That's that cream that's starting to rise to the top, and you know those flying by the seat of their pants, uh, just kind of picking a deal here, picking a deal there, things coming up. All of that is going to start to go away. You're going to have to start to prove yourself a little bit more. And that's becoming even more and more important. And I'm excited about that. And I think a lot of people are afraid of it. My guess is just because they don't have that, that plan in place. Just the unwillingness. Okay. There's a lot of that out there, unfortunately, right. in this industry where you can get away with a lot. Mm -hmm. But it becomes revealed at some points, and that's now. And, right. You know we put together our mission, vision, values, and beliefs, which I just polished up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I'll have to get those over to you. But, you know, there's a pride right, right. in being a full-time agent and someone who's proud of what they do. And those are those are the ones who survive. So I think I'd like to start by saying you have to work hard. I don't care what market it is. You no have to work that. hard. And that's probably one of the biggest things that people don't realize in this business, that it looks easier than it is. And we tell everybody all the time this business is harder than it looks. But one of the things that, and I bring this up because we were talking a little bit before we came on the air, and one of the things we were talking about is making some shifts in the market right now and some things to do. And I just want to point out it's supposed to be hard from, it's a simple process, but if you want to get paid well and get paid what you're worth, you should be working hard at it. 
working smart as well, but it shouldn't come easy. Yeah. So. If it did, everybody would be doing it. Well, everybody is doing it. They're just not, <laughs> they're just not successful at it. Yeah, true, <laughs> yeah. true. So, yeah, I think, so we've all heard the running joke. <laughs> when we get pulled over, what do they ask for? But um, anyway, so let's talk about it. What are we doing right now? What are we doing right now? Yeah, do in this market, that? what do you what oh, changes Lord. are you looking to do right now, or are, are you making recommendations, or hey, people, you should be doing this now? I mean, there's so many things you could be doing, and it's just getting belly to belly. So, you pick your method mm -hmm. and plan it out and stick to it, okay. and celebrate that process, and you're going to find success. That was leading me to a question that I didn't ask earlier. Are you celebrating the process because you've made a you've made a, a commitment to the nine o'clock to eleven o'clock every single morning? Are you celebrating those wins? Because I'm assuming you just started this. You're probably not seeing results yet. Um, but if we wait for the results to celebrate, it it yeah. usually doesn't work out. So have you put anything in place to to celebrate that success now? I have not. Okay. <laughs> However, I'm seeing the benefits of the process, mm -hmm. which is that focus, right? Where I've just shut everything down and said, "Well, I'm just going to test this out and see what happens." And anything that comes up or is in my way during the day, I'm just pushing it off, okay, and not looking at it and having that hyper focus, mm -hmm. and it is powerful, and I'm really enjoying it, and so it's kind of its own benefit at the moment. Now, I know that will probably wane, mm -hmm. and I'm going to need to get into that celebration of, okay, what did I do today? Right. How many calls did I make? How many of those turned into conversations? Where okay. am I at? All right. So I'm a real estate agent. Market's obviously changed. I'm feeling a little lost. Step one. You know. Bless you. I'm a broken record, so I hope people are okay with that. Okay. But to me... One way to just keep active mm -hmm. and get some results is a geographical farm, you know? And I know a lot of people poo-poo it and they don't, you know, it is a big commitment, but it always gave me something to do. Right. It always kept me in front of people. Mm -hmm. And it was, it's so easy to schedule out Correct. and be involved with. I think it's really, outside of having a commitment to open houses mm -hmm. and doing those on a regular basis, I think the geographical farm is just an amazing way to run a real estate business. And when I look at the geographic farm, one of my favorite things about that is you can build that and cater it to anything you want. Mm -hmm. I don't want to door knock and get belly to belly. You can you can geographically farm without doing that. I do want to door knock and be belly to belly. You can do that in your geo farm and incorporate that portion into it. You had mentioned, you know, having that system in place of there's always something to do within the geo farm. One of the things that I really enjoy about geographic, uh, geographic farming is there's so many things to do that you can truly create a never getting bored or getting into that rut and things like that. Now, don't get me wrong. You want to create those consistencies and you want to show up. Um, you know, I, 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 you'll hear this story from anybody who, who has ever walked their farm on a regular basis and door dropped that at some point you will run into a neighbor when you are off schedule and they'll be where were you you're always here at this time and <laughs> or you miss a, a delivery which right. is is dangerous in 
any marketing, but certainly geographical farming. Right. Yeah, people are like, um, where's my newsletter? Exactly. <laughs> so you know, those are all indications that they're working, but there's so many different things that you can do, and especially now with you know online presence, uh, events, things. There's so many things that can be done, so it can actually become overwhelming. True. Next step. I'm not. I don't want a geographic farm, Travis. What am I going to do? Open houses. Okay. That's uh, been very difficult the last two or so years. Mm -hmm. Lack of inventory. Right. Home selling so fast. It wasn't a whole lot of opportunity, but now with the home sitting on the market, mm -hmm. it's a great opportunity to get out there. Right. And you can do so many things with that, right? So one is sitting in the open houses, mm -hmm. you know, and you got to make it something. Right. You can't just show up and read the newspaper on the couch and mm -hmm. say, hey, yeah, take a look around. Let me know if you have any questions. Okay, now you're wasting your time. <laughs> but if you're there to meet people and to work them, you're going to find opportunity in it. But then you can layer on that in so many right. ways. Like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do open house every Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. And I am going to go out on Friday mm -hmm. and I'm gonna knock the nearest 100 doors right. to invite people to the open house. Right. And you know maybe Saturday you could do something else and then you can have follow-ups and you really have the plan mm -hmm. built around it. Right. I mean, the leverage and the power of that is mm -hmm. immense. I'm gonna interrupt you for one second. Matthew, could you do me a favor and make the screen stop moving? Okay. <laughs> I know normally, yes, please. I can see it. It's, it's in my vision. <laughs> it's, it's catching my eye. Um, open houses. So there's a right way to do them. There's a wrong way to do them. And you visit a lot of open houses. I visit, I visit a ton of open houses as well. And we see everything, seeing everything. You mentioned reading the paper on the, on the couch, you know, Normally, it's it's somebody on the telephone or scrolling or doing something like that. Um, everything from watching television to uh, just not being prepared and from or me, present or, or present. And for me, that makes absolutely no sense to as an agent want to commit four or five hours and and actually an open house. Here here's the truth, people. A good open house is not three hours or not four hours or not two hours. It's like eight or nine hours. And I don't mean that you're at the property eight or nine hours. I'm talking about the fact that and it's probably more like 12 or 13 hours if you, if you really put it together. If you're out there knocking on the doors prior to the open house, meeting some of the neighbors, if you are circulating um, information to the community and things like that, that is all time and energy put into that open house. Your signs don't go up 10 minutes before the open house is supposed to start. Your sign should, and there should be an abundance of signs. It shouldn't be one or two signs or three or four signs. That is your opportunity to capitalize on that time that you're there. And so often I see people just, as you said, not be present, you know, and don't even know the basic answers to some of the questions. You're built in a, in a property, you know, tax rate, things of that nature, size of the home, bedrooms and bathrooms, Local schools. Exactly. Not having that information and not committing committing yourself to unlearning that information so that you can actually talk about the property. I've literally seen people hold open houses, and the very first time they looked at that home was a minute before that open house started. Yeah. And it's not like, sure it's worth the time. Exactly. It's, you know, so beating up on some people right here. If that's you, we can make that change. 
because the goal is how how can we be better and capitalize on this market right now because anything people will see and understand when we don't know and they will leave us in a heartbeat they'll still be nice to you but they'll walk out of that open house and say what and who was that person that walked in was it a neighbor that was thinking of selling Yep, you're being interviewed. Right? So how often has that happened? Too much. It happens all the time. It is not buyers that are coming into that open house are only buyers. So, okay. I'm sorry, I'm on my soapbox, huh? No, it's good. Yeah, I mean, those are all potential clients, you know? And they're looking at you, so better be prepared. Right. And it could be somebody else's open house. Mm -hmm. And they could live right in that neighborhood. They could, maybe this is bad, they could know who the listing agent is or who the area agent is, mm-hmm. when they had the opportunity to meet you face-to-face right. and you presented yourself knowledgeably and professionally, why would they not call you? Exactly. Hey, we got a need. We really appreciated meeting you in that open house. Mm-hmm. You were so open and provided good information. Would you mind come over and talk to us? Right. Bingo. So, what else did we want to share today? <sighs> this one was going to be a quick one, so I don't oh, want was to go into too much. Okay. Well, yeah, because... I think we had another another meeting right after this. Well, let's see. What are you doing today? I think we need to learn to say no more. I've learned to say that. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I was thinking about the other day. You'll appreciate this. I get a lot of invitations from Darissi over at the board. Mm-hmm. Hello, Darissi. Uh, fantastic lady. She does an amazing job. But there's so many things. I, I mean, I could be picking up invitations to go with things yes. every day. And I look at them, and sometimes I'm like, oh, it would be nice. But then I look at my calendar. It's like, nope, that isn't going to happen. Right. I just, I've got what I need to get done. Mm-hmm. And so there's uh, no sense in me saying yes to these things. Because right. I won't be able to get done what I need to get done. So got to have the power of saying no. And every time you say no to something, you're saying yes to something yep, else. Yep, exactly. And great. Yes. Yeah, and the exact opposite. Every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So you want to make sure you're prioritizing because it is important to go to some of these events and and you know networking and things like that are all part of our business. But if that's all we're doing, you got to be careful. Yeah. That, yeah. That strategy will not work long term. So. Unless there's an intention to it, you know, if there's somewhere where you're going and there's benefit to right. it, you're going to be meeting people and that's important to your business. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's different. Correct. Well, it's like, I'm going to go learn this or I'm going to go, no, push that to the outside. You right. can figure out a different way to get that done. Okay. Me, 9 to 11? No, thank you. Right. I'm good. Exactly. All right. Anything else you want to share today? He's checking his notes. <laughs> <laughs> Changing market. Yeah, I love this, this uh, mail I got. Increase your activities to create and convert business and then over-communicate. That's what we were going to touch on real quick today as well mm-hmm. is uh, in people's business. Right now is the time to over-communicate. Yes. Uh, people don't know what's going on out there. Nestor and I were discussing interest rates and our belief that most people have no idea that interest rates have dropped by a percentage Correct. over about the last month from the highs. Well, you talk to some people, the market's crashed. Yeah, it's a disaster. <laughs> so, yeah, the market's falling, it's crashed. I've got people throwing numbers out to me left and right that, hey, I hear this percentage is going to be dropping. In the, I'm like, where is this coming from? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, their perception is their reality, and we have to be able to communicate 
truth and and truth is we need to be able to communicate information so people can make educated decisions and make their own create their own judgment on really what's going on yes so that is important and how are we doing that you know are we showing up are we showing up belly to belly are we showing up in social with that message are we showing up online however it looks are we showing up on you know telephone calls whatever it is are we showing up with that message over and over and over again so people can understand and get a better idea leads to questions what's really going on in the market yeah yeah all right then they might act absolutely well i want to say thank you thank you and thank you guys please share please follow please comment um i'm interested to see who saw the we had a couple of walk-bys here <laughs> um, so but please let us know your thoughts and if you guys have any questions please drop them in the comments we're always happy to help see you soon take care